Hi everyone, welcome to Bad Examples. Woo! I'm Tracy. And I'm Jessica. And we were on Style Network's reality shows Jerseylicious and Glam Fairy, which followed Jessica as a makeup artist and me as a hairstylist. So obviously you may think that this whole podcast is going to be about beauty, but you would be wrong. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about everything from love to relationships to sex to just being a hoe. (laughs) We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. So we didn't have an episode planned this week because it's 4th of July and we thought we deserved the week off. And we want you to be celebrating America and everyone who served our country so that we could talk about on this free podcast. (laughs) Right. America. (laughs) But, you know, we did want to follow up with the loss episode and kind of talk about the response to it because we were blown away. Their feedback was unbelievable. I felt like it's really what Jessica needed. She needed people to be supportive of her and she needed the utmost the encouragement the kindness the the pure yeah it blew me away it really did and i felt it and i wasn't even the one and i felt it and you know i really truly feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders do you feel better i i i'm not kidding i was carrying around this burden with me and this secret, like this dirty secret. And yeah, I and I, you know, this I was so scared for that episode. Yeah, I know. And I kept worrying about you being worried about the episode. I and it was even like, want to listen back to it. I was and I listened to every episode we do like a psychopath. And I edit. edit yeah, and I annoy Alan. And yes. Yeah. And I'm like, Alan, I'm trusting you with this one. Like, I can't I can't listen to it. But after it aired and after I started getting the messages, I was like, yeah. let me listen back. And I'm glad I did because the doctor we had on was incredible. And uh, it actually, you know, when we were interviewing her, I wasn't taking in everything she was saying and listening back. Really, I was like, wow. Like, she gave really, really, really good advice. I mean, the week week, um, after we spoke to her, I bought flowers and put them in my house. Like, I I mean, it literally changed me. Like, I I felt so different. And I told my mom. My mom was like, oh, what was last week's episode? She doesn't really listen. My mom would die. Um, We are way too vulgar for my mom. Um, Not on the lost episode. I mean, I guess, but well, you're like, right. She might, she might go down. The she rabbit might hole. continue to rabbit hole <laughs> yeah. it, and I don't need her to. But she was like, "What was it about?" And I was like, "Cause my mom's like a huge lover of flowers. Like she'll go and spend her last dime on a flower. Me, a lipstick, but her a flower. And she's like, oh. um, they're just so beautiful. And I'm like, I know, but mom, it's like the saddest thing ever for me. You cut them from their world. You put them in a vase. You look how beautiful they are. You admire them from afar, and then they die in front of you. I'm like, it's nothing sadder. And my mom was like, "You've literally are starting to it's ruin flowers for me." To look at and it. I'm like, but mom, and she's, I was like, but this therapist told me to appreciate its beauty and how happy it makes you. And it literally made me think of it a different way. But I did throw it out before they started dying because I was so <laughs> sad that they were going to die in it. front of me. Like, yeah. Um, Dr. Nikki Monty, what, like, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, she just like made me think of it in a different way. I'm still sad for them to get to die, but I just, I had to throw them out. Like, as soon as they started getting a little crunchy, I was like, goodbye, crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> like, goodbye, it's time to throw them out. Skylar's like, where'd the flowers go? And I was like, I got, I had to throw them out. Mommy can't handle it. You know, my inbox and, and bad examples inbox, oh my God. And I'm getting through every message. And she does so good with responding, you guys. But every it's, t- honestly, I we've get we get a million messages as it is, but after this episode, I've never been the amount of like kindness that you guys have that you know because I connect to people who just wanted to say I've heard everything. I've never experienced this, but I want you to know that I'm so sorry and I'm I my prayers are with you. And then I talked to people who had 
stories almost parallel to yeah, mine, almost which was exact, crazy, almost yeah. exact, like mirror image. And and then I heard stories that I never heard before. I mean, right. my inbox is full of rainbow babies. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I mean, connecting with all these women was so beautiful, and I wish the support was there all the time, like yeah. not just for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Trey, if you read these messages, they were like, I know you have a lot of friends and a lot of followers. But I want you to know if you ever want to talk, you can message me. Oh, that's so nice. Strangers. So nice. Strangers. Like, it was was crazy. And and the one common thread that I heard from all of these women who had experienced a miscarriage Mm -hmm. was guilt, was loneliness. You know what? I didn't even ask the person that I talked about in the episode, like, what they thought of it. Because I still, it's such a sensitive subject. Did she bring it up at all? She told, when I told her that we talked about it, she said, you could have said my name. I told her it wasn't my place to, but, um, it, it was my sister-in-law. Oh, um, dropping that. Yeah. Because she told me you could have said it. It's okay. And I was like, I felt like it wasn't my place, but now that she's given me the okay. So did you guys talk about the episode at all? No, because I want her to listen to it on her time. Right. But is she not doing it on purpose? Because usually she listens. I don't know. Listens. She does listen. Um, and she's always like, ha ha ha, that's me. Yeah. But like, I think this was a rough episode. She needs to like listen to it when on she's like, in like a mood. Mm-hmm. Like she needs to be in the mood for it. I get it. But yeah, it was um, my sister-in-law, Tara. You guys all know her and love her and always say like, what a great mom she would be and uh, what a great aunt she is to my kids. And like, yeah, it was. it's really hard for her sometimes to even hear that because um she, wants she that, was that. pregnant yeah. and she wanted that and she did lose a baby and it's horrifying every day for her so i always feel bad and i never want to expose her but when she said like it's okay you can say i think maybe she thought that it would help somebody because somebody may understand maybe who always mm-hmm. ask her like oh why doesn't tara have kids she's so great with kids like this is why and i think that this is also why everybody should mind their own it's like not bring this up to absolutely. women ever because you don't know what everyone's going through you don't know their stories you don't know if this is something that they've wanted or maybe something they haven't wanted it's just personal part of the feedback that was really special to me is that i had so many messages that were from women who'd never experienced it who said now i know how to offer support right, to right, my right. friends to my family who have gone through it and i didn't know what to say before how to act or the right thing and this has like really been um, eye-opening for me. Yeah, it's totally um, like a scary subject because you never want to say the wrong thing to somebody because somebody in grieving, you never know how they grieve. Mm -hmm. So um, it's always like really touch and go. But if you know somebody who's gone through this, I feel like there's no harm in... You know what my aunt said to me that I thought was kind of brilliant? She said, don't be afraid. You know how when somebody loses somebody, like they lose a husband, they lose a father, a sibling... Mm -hmm. You're afraid to bring it up, right? Because you don't want to upset them. Yeah. Well, my aunt lost her husband. And I think everyone tiptoes around bringing up my yeah. uncle, right? And she goes, don't think you're going to upset me. I'm already upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's really no coming She back, says, though. I'm already upset. Talk to me about it. Like, yeah. let's keep his memory alive. Like, let's, you know, so I do think when it comes to loss, I think like Tracy with the flowers, like it's a, it freaks her out. It's scary. And I get it. It's scary. Death is scary. But it's something that. You know, I think we need to be, you know, when you're going through it, you you don't want to do it alone. I almost think that it's like healthier to um, incorporate that person in everyday life. Like yeah. my best friend, yes. Sammy, lost her uncle, Howie. And like we constantly talk about yes. to my Aunt Barry how we're like, oh, my God, 
that's something Uncle Howie would do. Or like, oh my God, that's so Uncle Howie. Like we always say that and we always kind of keep him involved in like the conversation. It's what you do and, with Corey's father and it's amazing. Oh my God. Well, that's always at the constant. But like but even you, somebody you who realize like, a lot of people don't do that. People no, it's scary to me that people like they pretend don't. they never existed. Yes. It's very scary because yes. I'm just like, how can you shut somebody out like that quick? Like yeah. I still talk about Gene like the other day, like every time my girls see a fucking balloon, they're like, can we li- release it to Poppy? I'm like, yeah. sure. Like I'm not thinking about the dolphins that are going to choke on that rubber balloon. I was just going to say. What I'm thinking about is fucking my kids acknowledging their deceased grandfather who they're dying to keep in their life. Like, so Denny listened to, he doesn't listen, but he listened to this episode because he was like, it was directly affected to him. Yeah. And I, and I was showing him all the messages and stuff. And he's like, what did you say to get this response? (laughs) So he listened and he had, he had two things to say. One, he said like hearing your voice broke my heart. He said it was brave. So many people call me brave and it's just a bizarre thing. Like it wasn't brave. Like it was, it was very brave. Don't, don't diminish that. It It was very brave. It was, was huge. It was. I never. I didn't think of it like that. It was, it's so weird. I just wanted. It took a lot for you to even accept that that was an episode coming up. Let alone to talk about and expose your own stuff. I thought that was huge. Ugh, it's crazy. And oh my god. And by the way, I've heard from friends, like friends yeah. with children, that that fessed up. I've. I also had a miscarriage, and I was like my mind was blown. yeah it's crazy crazy but anyway so he said he said um you know one you know your voice broke my heart two um you were brave and three he said you know balloons kill animals yeah and you love i animals. mean leave it, leave it to denny <laughs> i was like thanks, thanks, thanks denny yeah. yeah uh <laughs> and i denny. always say that every time i release a balloon i'm like fuck another animal's gonna <laughs> die because of this but at the same time like at least my children oh are keeping alive God. a spirit that's important to them like i gotta fucking 50 50 that out we a gotta bit. figure out something else to send to yeah i mean like what else floats i mean <laughs> help a helpless sister out here like i'm trying to help like keep them alive without keeping the animals dead and you know what? i really want this episode to like live on so keep sharing it with this everyone you know so major guys this was yeah. the biggest response we've ever gotten ever to an F. like this was huge this was majorly important mental health is no joke it's something that needs mm-hmm. to be talked about and i felt like we did it in a respectful way yet um a little bit of comic relief and like happiness and laughing and and dr nikki was and dr nikki fucking killed it i will listen huge. to that shit on repeat like when i'm feeling I low listen to her i fast forward through our fucking annoying i have voices. her number i feel like i just kind of want to text her do you want to text her and be like hey sorry for the free <laughs> advice but um i'm just like feeling really low today and she'll be like find your inner love and i'll be like holy fucking she'll shit like, that's all it takes break you know, open and you're like oh her my God. voice is so relaxing it, it literally put me in like a trance and i'm like yeah she's right <laughs> like it was so weird i'm like no wonder the kardashians are all like yeah, because they're uh, like so Dr. Nikki'd out. They're so Dr. Nikki'd yeah, out. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I again, guys, I, I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. I feel like a new person. I'm she's she like looks different. It's weird. She has like I a weird do. glow that she's like doing very, my makeup, my hair again. Like she's very I'm like transformed into, into like Ta- more open fit. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that episode. I hope that cut is in here this week. Um, no, um, yeah, she's just like she you could tell she's not depressed anymore. Like she's very happy with the response. And you guys, thank you for supporting her. And you should see me in the talking to these people. I'm like, they're like, I, and some women are literally going, you're the first person I've told this to. That's fucking insane. It's that's, insane. That should and never I told happen. Them, I go, listen, 
I've, I fucking told a million people and I feel amazing. Tell everyone who will listen. Yeah. Just your story. Beyond the, be the grocery line and then be like, oh my God, it's such a beautiful day out. And be like, yeah, I didn't think I'd see a beautiful day after my miscarriage. And they'll be like, oh my God, honey, yeah. that's so sad. And then you'd be like, you know what? I'm dealing with it. And somehow they'll make you feel better. Yeah. Just throw it the and fuck I, in there. I bet my life that stranger in the grocery store will say, it's going to say a prayer for you one. or be, yeah, they're going to give you a relating story. One. Yep. Absolutely. It's nuts. It's crazy. It's, it's changed um, my outlook on everything. And I do have to, oh, and get this. What? So I totally didn't mean for this to come across like this on the episode, but you know, I, I told you how I felt. I felt alone. I felt yeah. lonely. Trey, all of my friends, every single one of my best friends text me Aww. and my mother and said, I saw your mother's one. I cried. I know. Reading your mom's. Yeah, that was hard. They said, I'm, I want you to know if I wasn't there for you enough, I'm sorry. I, I did my best, you know, like, and can I didn't, you read I what didn't your mom said? That's so sad. Can, I'll read it if you don't want to read it, but you somebody, it. yeah, somebody needs it. to read what your mom said because I literally sat there and cried. It was just, it was sometimes like parents, you know, when they like, they're dying to have you share with them and some people and kids and mothers, like they don't really have that. So like, yeah, they'll tell you stuff, but they don't have that, um, run to you for every moment thing. Well, and like, because like she'll try and I'll be nasty and I'll like yeah. shut her down if she tries to get, because too you're close. kind of cold and yeah. <laughs> she's dying for you to warm up. But this fucking scarred me for life. I, she sent it to me. She goes, look what my mom wrote. And I started hysterically crying. I was like, Oh my God. I know. I don't even know how to read it, but we'll see. Jessica's mom texts her listening to the podcast. I'm sorry, Jess, if I didn't react the way you needed when you went through this, I definitely felt the loss and I thought I understood your pain, but I guess I didn't communicate it. Well, I am so sorry you felt alone. I should have been more there for you. Sometimes it's hard for me to comfort you. I never know whether you want it or not. I hug you in my mind and in my heart more than you know. Well, I started fucking hysterically crying and Jess wrote, I told you not to listen. It wasn't directed at you. She said, of course not. I didn't mean it to imply that at all. I think the episode was so important to have. It's an important subject to talk about. And so many people are lost and confused. I don't even know how to react to it. I hope this episode will help. Even it only helps one person. Like what a beautiful mom. Like she's exactly what every mom needs to say but doesn't know how to communicate like that fucking changed me with her it was so beautiful like i was i i don't know it was just like jessica and her family are like they're so, so weird funny <laughs> like no they're so funny and they're so fast to, like joke about something but like at the same time like the raw real shit sometimes they don't reach it because they're like they're like oh don't hug me like don't do that can like I, can i have you read one more thing too yeah of course so one of my other friends said because i had talked about how on mother's day that no one reached out and then it like kind of felt shitty and she said i just want you to know i wrote something to a mother's day i kept deleting it rewriting it and i see i have it saved in my notes you could see the date i never sent it to you but i yeah. want to send it to you now yeah and it's literally dated from mother's day and it's just it's beautiful so i think it's worth a read because okay. i think anyone who's gone through it should feel like this i'm not sure if this is something you want to speak of or not but it's something i want to say to you you don't have to respond if you prefer i won't be insulted happy mother's day you are a mother you will always be a mother regardless of what the future has in store you harbored life within you you will never understand why 
what happened to you happened, but there is so much unknown in life. But one thing is greatly known and something that you should never be forgotten is that you are a mother. Don't forget that. Celebrate yourself today. Celebrate that you are capable. You are enough. You are always going to be enough. When the time is right, you'll be able to show the world how amazing of a mother you are. Forget the world. Prove it to yourself. You deserve it. Love you, Jesse. Who sent you this? My friend Becca. Oh, you were in just in her wedding, yeah. you know? Okay. That was the sweetest thing ever. And but I she feel never like never sent it. I feel like no one else remembered that I was oh no. going to be I literally upset. every day woke up thinking, I wonder if Jess left her house today. Like <laughs> and you know what though? I, I again like not that I was holding a grudge against everybody, but deep down I was like, Did anybody care like love me anymore? Like No, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's almost like so hard to be like oh, you know, you should have been celebrating today, but you didn't. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do that to you. Yeah. So it's so hard. Nobody knows how to act. Just Everyone, like, gets of shook. You, like, thinking of you today. You yeah, know, like, that's hang in important. there. You're going to yeah. be a mom one day. You're right, like, you're like, right. You know, something small gesture. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. And, like, all I can ask for from this episode was just this conversation, what you and I are doing right now. It's I think beautiful. that's what's important is that you just got it out and, like, yeah. you said how you yeah. felt because no one would have ever known it. It's incredible. I I'm so I'm so thankful for this platform and for you and for everybody that listens and that shared it and and it's amazing. And, and is it weird that I'm excited for October so we could release balloons and kill more <laughs> dolphins? It's <laughs> terrible, right? Terrible. I just can't wait to celebrate your rainbow oh my baby. God. Like I think one of my favorite things about America is there's always a deal to be had. I think we don't Bro, take that for God bless like we don't the appreciate. USA. Yeah, God bless America. No, tell me what other country you can get perfume, luxury perfume at bargain pricing. They're high end fragrances. They're inspired by iconic brands. They smell exactly like iconic brands. Like I'm talking Chanel, Dior, Dolce & Gabbana, Burberry. Now you guys can pick a different scent. Every mood that you have, you could have a different scent for because it's affordable enough that you could just keep building up your collection. Dossier. It's like so fancy. I it's feel so, like fancy saying yeah, it. Yeah, like we're in America, yet we're wearing dossier. dossier. I mean, like if you don't want to wear that, <laughs> I'm not sure what you're really looking for <laughs> in a perfume. Like dossier. What so, are you wearing, dossier? Did you get yours, by the way? I did, and it's fucking brilliant. Did you see how it came with a little? It's adorable. So what they do is they mail you... Um, your bottle that you order, but they also mail you a sample, which is, by the way, not even sample no, size. No, it's not sample size. You throw it's that shit in your purse, it'll last. Yeah. Yes. And you take, and if you don't like the big smell, like the, if you mm -hmm. don't like the smell, you just try the sample one and you're like, oh shit, you could, they'll exchange it for nothing. They take it back. That's why they give you the sample so you can try. You can pick and choose. You yeah. can trial and error. Don't like it, you return it for a full no hassle refund. So once again, we have a sponsor with nothing to lose. No, uh, try Dossier risk-free for 20% off your order. Head over to dossier.co slash examples. Use the code examples for 20% off of your $29 bottle at checkout to get all our uh, luxury perfumes. Yeah, guys. I mean, if you're tired of paying all this money for name brands because there's a celebrity attached to it, but you still want to smell nice, and all the perfume has been carefully crafted and sourced from Europe, not China. I mean, this is this is the real deal. Head over to dossier.co backslash bad examples and use the code bad examples at checkout for 20% off fair alternative to luxury perfumes. You guys, God bless America and smell great. God bless the smell, I say. 
This is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID, the only true crime podcast that exclusively covers cases solved using forensic genealogy. DNA ID goes behind the headlines to answer your questions about this remarkable new crime-solving tool, how it works, how cases are selected, why the cases were unsolved for so long, and how the justice system is addressing it. I include input from law enforcement to give you the inside scoop that we all crave with a straightforward, no-nonsense delivery. You can find DNA ID on any podcast platform. Episodes come out weekly on Mondays. How was your test, the HSJ? Oh, okay. Let me tell you about this fun test that nobody talks about. So you have to go to the hospital to take it. And I should have known the fact that they can't do it in a doctor's office. That's going to be horrible. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I have to change into, like, the whole little hospital robe and oh, everything. That's the worst and part like, of it. Ugh. And there's just all these machines. And, like, you know when everything's just silver because everything's just... Metal. Metal. Oh, my God. Thank you. And it smells like aluminum, like metal. Yes. So so I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. I didn't think this through. (laughs) Why am I doing this? This is horrible. And... I'm seeing all the tools. You know the stuff that you pick chicken up with that you're like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Then they're like, tongs? Yes. I see a pair of fucking metal tongs and I know exactly where those are going. Ew. <laughs> and Ew. the way I sat, you know how when you're in the stirrups at the gyno, your legs are like kind of like straight out this way? Yeah. They had to be up like this. Oh, like little like brand new deer? <laughs> yes. Like new birth deer. Like they were, it was the most uncomfortable position. And my doctor straight up went, sorry, after inserting his clamps into me. He said, sorry. How many doctors apologized after to you? After inserting something <laughs> yeah. into you? He Barf. said, sorry. And I was like, oh, my God. It was horrible. He's like, you're going to cramp for a few seconds. So pretty much what the test is, <sighs> right? They There's a screen. It's actually really cool. They squirt like this like juice in you. And you can see on the can monitor. Can we call it dye? Dye. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not okay with the squirting juice in you. So they scored this dye in you and you could see on the monitor your actual uterus. It's kind of wild. And you watch the dye go up and then you see your little tubes, right? Yeah. And if the the dye goes up and then it flows out the side of uh-huh. the tubes, um, that's what you're supposed to see happen, okay. right? So they know if your tubes are blocked or uneven, oh, okay. got it, got if it. the dye like stops yeah. or like goes one way versus the other. So it was actually really cool. Like you stopped for a second, like feeling the pain and you were like, whoa, that's my uterus, whatever. So that was crazy. So I'm watching and it's cool. You see the dye and they were flowing with like fine wine over the side. So I was like, we looking good, doc? Are you ready for what this man said to me? He said, that's just about the best looking uterus I've ever seen. Wow. (laughs) What a fucking compliment. I said, I'm going to put that on my tombstone. Is that okay? Can, oh, I, yeah. can I quote you? Can, can, is that an actual quote? Yeah, I mean, we can quote you on that? Okay. In my entire life. the best life, fucking uterus I've ever seen. I've never gotten a compliment like that. Like, oh. I was glowing the rest of the day. Like, I had this secret swag. Like, yeah, I was I, like, what's going on with you? And nothing, I'm like. Nothing. My, my uterus is sexy. I just no big got deal. an incredible uterus that no one will ever see. Yeah, no big deal. It's <laughs> no fine. <one. laughs> it's like the worst thing to be the best at. Oh, yeah. Best oh, I have a great, uterus. but I have a great uterus. I'm a piece of shit, but I have a great uterus. <laughs> and people are like, oh, all right. 50 pounds over. Wait, yeah. but you should see, you this should uterus. see my uterus. <laughs> I mean, like, really. So it was really good news. And this is what this man did. He said, Get dressed. Thank God. And <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Let's go talk. So we went out and he said, Listen, we've done every test we could possibly do. Everything's coming back normal. He said, I want you to relax and I'm going to see you back here in this hospital in a year. And Aww, he gave me a big hug. So cute. He's yeah. so sweet. So sweet. This guy's so sweet. And I was like, You know what? that's all I, the only reason I pushed forward and I was being like a total control freak is because 
if there was any indication this could happen again, I wanted to see what other options we had. Right. So the fact that it looks like he thinks it's a fluke, that's his, he thinks it's, he goes, I can't give you 100% guarantee. Right, right. But I think it was a fluke, and I think you guys should just relax, go do also, your thing. Also, don't think about it so much, because then things yeah. will happen. Sex is supposed to be fun to practice, well, so, so don't I think had, about it. We haven't been trying, because I didn't want the same thing to happen again. But now that I know... It's not you. It's not me. It's not Dennis. That it was just something that happened. I'm. I think I'm ready to do it again. Oh my god! Yay! Oh yeah! It's so weird. I go hate people say they're practicing. trying. I always hated that. I'm like, ew, bar if you're trying, gross. No, I don't like trying. What does that mean? Like, I'm trying to have pra- like. It's gross. No, we're having fun practicing. That's what you should say. Like, we're just practicing, having fun. So now I'm like thinking, or about- as, or just say how I have. Like, no, my husband just coming in me. It's fine. No. No, we're just no, not pulling out. No, yeah, that's literally not what you're even saying. not like our pullout game was strong to begin with. Um, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I. I think I'm. I'm. And also now with the last episode, my mind is clear. My body's clear. Yeah. I'm. I'm ready to 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 go for this again. It's which is like, um, it's I'm going through the motions now again, and and I just started thinking about you because with my first pregnancy, I. The only reason I found out I was pregnant is because I was taking those stupid pee t- sticks. Yeah. But like, how did you, how do you, how does a normal human find out? Do you wait for your period oh, to yeah, not come? Mine. Or are you like obsessively testing? No, I missed mine. Every time. No, I missed it. Well, okay. So I'm like super regular. Skylar, go. Uh, You're Sky- irregular? No, regular. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. So that's why Skylar, I was like, huh? I was like a week late and I'm like, I don't know. Something feels weird. Like it just doesn't seem right. Like I, I, I'm going to go take a pregnancy test. I took one. First of all, when you, you know, when you take a pregnancy test, like you pee and then that's it. And like, how long does it take you to have to pee again? So I was chugging drinks because I was <laughs> like, I'm going to take another one. So I kept chugging 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 drinks and i'm like okay i'm ready to take the other one because it came back positive but i was like i don't want a false positive either because wait that's so bad. you were looked at the calendar and how many days were you late no i just know like my date basically i was like mm, i'm late like and he was like like how late and i'm like a week he was like a okay. week you waited to take a pregnancy well, test i was like there's no way like it's whatever we we just started trying yeah. I was like, there's no way um came back positive blah 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 came wow. back positive again because i was like go to the store right now and go get another test and he was like okay so ran to the store came back i was like when you get back i'll chug three drinks blah 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 you were so funny just pee in a cup and keep the pee out and i didn't it. think that like <laughs> i thought like maybe if i peed again it would come back different like i don't know i was like maybe something was wrong so um whatever i did Classic. that and then Jaden, i was in detroit um doing appearances and I was with my two friends out there and then we all went to a casino with like their husbands and stuff and she was like oh I'm on my way to you do you need anything and I was like well it's the 30th and I usually get it on the 29th so you either need to pick up tampons or a pregnancy test I'll let you know in a few hours whatever so she's like okay I came with both blah 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 I'm like oh my god (laughs) so um she was like take the pregnancy test so I took it in the bathroom at like the fucking MGM or something late again I was one day one day I didn't get it I was supposed to get it on the 29th it was the 30th and I was like I'm fucking pregnant you knew it and she was like I don't know and I was like no I'm pregnant and so I took it in the bathroom of the fucking casino (laughs) she was like what does it say and I was like it says pregnant and she's like oh my god let's go take our last drink then you're done you're cut off and I was like oh my god (laughs) <laughs> I have videos of all of them. And then Julian, um, 
I I was like, I think I'm pregnant. Like I'm I'm a little late. Something feels off. I know there's no way. He was like, there's no way you're pregnant right now. I'm like, no, let's take a test. Took the test, came back positive, and then we went outside to sit there and just like contemplate that we were gonna have three kids. And I looked up and it was a full oh. moon. And I was like, it's a blue sky. It's a full moon. Do you think that means boy? And he was like, I don't know. And then it was a boy, and we had our boy. So I think it's so crazy that you never tested, like. Even with mine, like I, t- I didn't miss my period before I tested. Like I took those. No, stupid I just was, we were just being not safe and <laughs> hoping for the best. And but you never thought, like, oh, I'm just curious. Like my period. No, like, you know how expensive pregnancy tests are. It's like a seventeen dollars um, for a yes, two pack of seven. I'm, no thanks. I'm not sh- testing. Don't tell every- Denny. It's so expensive. Um, I was like not going to waste money on just testing whenever. I was like, no, I'm going to wait. How is that even, how do they even charge that much Get for pregnancy away with tests? That? Yeah, yeah seriously. Know. It's crazy. I, that was something that was new to me. I was like, how the fuck yeah. does anyone do this? It's even crazy. Even like the morning after pill, like when you're like, oh no, something like the condom broke or like we weren't safe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like to go get the morning after pills, 50 something bucks. Like. They That's should, annoying, bro. They should be giving. I mean, out, they shouldn't be giving them out for free because then you're just gonna you take too many. They should be giving out birth control system, pills like candy, and then there wouldn't be an issue well, with I anything. Was, I was never on birth control. I've been pulling out my whole life. Oh my god! Please, this is the worst example. That is a new show called Worst Example. Oh, and with I'm pull the, out tray. <laughs> <laughs> pull and pray. Pull and pray tray. Pull and pray with tray. I can't promote that. I'm sorry. This is no, an I've, enlightening episode. We can't I have, talk that about was that. What me and Corey always did. That's dumb luck. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I like, I think I was at the point where I was, like, if I was pregnant, I wouldn't care. So I was happy. Yeah. So, like, true. if it happens, whatever. Like, I wouldn't be, like, oh, my God, no. Like, I always wanted to be really young mom, so. Mm. Well, you got your wish. How, I mean, I you, did. Are you thrilled right now? Yeah, you know what? I am 10 <laughs> years older than I actually am. I'm fucking 40, 43 right oh now. 42. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking old. You know why? Because these kids are driving me fucking insane. I know. I barely make it through a day yeah. every day. But then I'm like, you know what? In three years when they're all in school and I'll have mm-hmm. time for myself again, yeah, you'll feel I good. still won't be 35. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty nice. I don't know. I'll I just still have half of my 30s left. So I was like, thank God. Like, I, I, I tortured myself for a Guess reason. Guess what the girl at work told me? What? She said it gets worse when they get older. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, <laughs> they said big kids, big problems. But, like, I don't. Is I that don't, a thing? They say yeah, that? Yeah, big kids. Because then they start lying to you, and then they're driving, and then they're taking stuff, whatever it is. But I, like, I have cousins that are all at that age, and, like, I do better with them because, like, yeah. I relate better to, like, big kid problems because, like, I went through all of that. And, yeah. like, I talk to kids. Like, I don't talk to everyone like they're kids. I talk to them like they're adults. So all these kids always come to me, and, like, I'm... Um, I'm like cool with that, so I'm better with big kid problems, like than like the shitting their pants. I f- like I, I, <laughs> as long as you're fucking wiping your own ass and I don't have to cook for you uh, three times a day, like you can put fucking pizza bagels in by yourself. Like I'm good. I, I'd rather deal with the big problems. Like I don't. I uh, little I, kid problems like stress me the fuck out. Like I got I got to put you to nap every day and then put you shit to bed. Is wild. What it's you your crazy. life is wild. Like so, Fourth of July is is coming up, right? Yeah. So I'm just thinking about you on the beach this summer with okay whatever you had julian last summer but he chilled in like a box you just placed him yeah. wherever and he it's chilled great. like first two months of newborn is great and then like <laughs> it's no hard. it's julian hard. was an angel up until like he started moving around like no squirmy. you know what? he's just fresh because he knows <laughs> he's very aware that like that we treat him differently because yeah. we're so like we let him get away with a lot more just because like god he's cute and like huh. 
uh, we just like you know you have a little bit of guilt. He's so like jewels. we get him get away with yeah. a little bit more he's than the he baby should. Of the but family. he's very aware of it, and he mm-hmm. like he's fucking fresh, man. So like, how do you when like okay Fourth of July gonna go to the beach? Obviously, we're probably be, well, we have a shore house, so we're at the beach. All, all summer. So what do you do with three kids on the beach? That are... It's fucking miserable. I don't go by myself ever. I'll never, oh. ever, ever be at a beach by myself. I have to have like at least two adults with me to go to a beach. So will the kids go like in the water? Like how does that work? Are yeah, they the allowed? Yeah, the girls love the water. They do? I, and I don't how do really... you watch them all? It gives me anxiety. No, my kids don't run away. They don't, they stay always where I could see them without me having to tell them because I've showed them videos of kids getting kidnapped. I know it's terrible, but like God, you got to put a little, to you have to put a little fear into <laughs> like kids for understanding like sometimes like they don't get it and you don't want to like let them learn the hard way so you have to like instill so fear what did you youtube a video of a child getting kidnapped child kidnapping okay y'all heard it here first it's treyway parenting <laughs> that's how it is listen i i scar my kids but like but they're like they always say to me like i'm, I'm like stay where i where i can see you and they're like we know you don't want anyone to take us and i'm like i know yeah that's it and they're very aware of it I, like i hope the therapist that is working with Jaden yeah, in 20 one years day. Back <laughs> this and can pinpoint this moment and say this is not your well, fault no, i do i do that to them too like every time i cook them something and they're like i don't want that and i'm like okay time to pull up childhood hunger and i show up like kids that don't have food and i'm like you know what you're very ungrateful because you have all this food and you don't appreciate it and i feel like it's just real life situations it's trainway parenting google as a mom and just be like oh time to google hunger time to google kidnapping yeah that's incredible i do it it for like everything whenever they oh you want to go in the ocean shark attack yeah google that shark attack and like we were watching that one where the shark like swam up on that boat the other day and because they were like (gasps) that was nuts because my mom's best friend has a boat and they're like can we go out on the boat can we swim in the ocean i'm like no and this is why because there's sharks (laughs) in the ocean and look at the shark eat this buoy No, that buoy could have been a baby. But also, my kids are not scared of things. Like they watched that sh- that movie, The Megalodon, where the monster shark ate everyone. The Meg, the Meg. They've they watched the that and loved it. They watched Jurassic Park with dinosaurs rip people apart, and they love it. They're like, "Oh my god, that dinosaur is so cool!" And Dude, I'm like, your "Children are free." Yeah, they're like, they're not scared. We have Halloween dolls that they, we put up that they're not scared of. Like my kids just have don't we have told fear that story? Which what Skylar did to me? I think we've told that one before. Yeah. That, like, my kids show people the Halloween dolls in my basement to no, scare no, no, the no. shit out of people? By calling them dolls, that is giving a, a visual. They are terrifying Halloween decorations Life from size, hell. Life-size, animatronic. Horrible. Demon. Demon. Possessed. And Skylar, sweet little blonde, blonde angel, takes my hand. Oh, Auntie Jessie, come here, look in the closet, come look Auntie in the closet. Jessie. And it's like this seven-foot demon with Pitch wings. Pitch black <laughs> demon with wings. She starts cackling, and I am my heart stops. Because it's in the dark, and you have to turn it on, and all of a sudden, I'm this like, huge demon is there. And then I sit there, and I go, do I really want children? To <laughs> like, what am, it's like, just my kids that are fucked up Oh, like my God. Demon wings. And she's cackling because she literally scared the shit out of me. I wasn't I expecting that. She's a little girl. I don't think she's going to show me a demon with wings. I know. My kids are fucked up. What do you want me to tell you? Oh, well, no wonder. They're probably YouTubing demons. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm making them... I am instilling fear in them. I don't hate it. I'm not going to fight it until I see something wrong, like down the line. But they're very smart and and they'll tell you things like, you know, you can't do this because this will happen. And then parents are like, why are they like that? But all of them are like that. I'm like, do you like wands, Skylar? And she's like, grow up, Aunt (laughs) Jessie. She's like, I don't fucking like wands. What I like is makeup. (laughs) She's like, she just goes, no. No, I like Disney princess movies and makeup. But thanks for asking. (laughs) Keep your wand to yourself. She's like, do you know the Back to Mac program? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, girl. Okay. 
I just can't. I feel like it's like a horrible way and a so, great way so at the same me, time. So take me to the beach. So, all right, we're, I mean, because I'm just thinking about this because Okay, today, I was at the beach I, yesterday. I went to the swim club and I had my beach chair, my bag, my towel, my drink, a sandwich bag, and I was already like stressed out. Okay. I have to have two coolers, one with food and snacks and one with <laughs> bottles for Julian, drinks for the girls, um, like cold stuff to keep them occupied, like frozen M&Ms once in a while, like... Anything that um, will keep them occupied all day. Mm -hmm. Blankets, endless blankets. One that Julian can nap on that's comfortable and thick so that he could take his nap on the beach. And then two that that the girls can dry off with because they like to go in the ocean. Then I need two adults because I'm not going in the ocean. (laughs) And I want to lay the one day that I get to go to the beach, I want to lay out and tan. So like I bring like somebody younger that can like play and run around with them a little. Mm -hmm. And then like I'll play in the sand with them or have them like bury my legs or something stupid that they can like interact and have fun. Julian wants to crawl all over the beach. That's right. But he doesn't eat the sand. And he's fast. And he's really, really fast. I've never seen a kid crawl that fast in my life. Dude, like, you're like, oh, he's right there. And then he's not. No, and it's not like, and but when he crawls, it's like, (laughs) and you think someone's running after you. And you're like, no, he's just crawling. It's like the heaviest thing I've seen ever. So what, when you're playing, like, I guess the other adults are all just pitching in to watch. Everyone just needs to help because they're like, listen, she never gets a break. She's at home with them all the time. Yeah. She's finally out. Just let her relax. The other day I fell asleep on the beach. It was crazy because Skylar was playing um, with all the buckets and the stuff in the sand. Julian was napping and Jaden was feeding the birds. Mm-hmm. So I fell asleep napping. Feeding while- the birds? I saw that picture. Yeah. She was attacking no. the birds. <laughs> she was feeding them all. Then they would all come and eat and grab a piece. And then she would like help, like chase them to fly away. And I'm not one to like condone chasing birds. Like I hate that. I'm like, don't chase the birds. Leave them alone. But like. They were like playing with her. It was weird. I was like, this is abnormal. But also, everyone on the beach hated us because the fucking pigeon, uh, the seagulls were all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's, such it's a faux like, pas. Not only that, okay, so then you have to carry down all the chairs, all the blankets, mm-hmm. the coolers, the kids, because they don't want to walk or whatever, and then um, pull that huge, like, I don't know what it is, a stroller of stuff onto the beach, set it up, Which set is the, so the hard umbrella. to walk on the sand already it's as it is. It's miserable. Wait, but how I did you sleep? Because it. even, okay, fine, you had everyone helping out, but like, I'm surprised the girls let that go on without, because I've seen them, they're like, mommy, 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 mommy. I'm literally like, mommy needs a nap. Like, I'm exhausted. I just need a nap. And a they let bit. you, and they let you live. Like, sometimes when we're home, like, I'll, we're all watching a movie and I'm like, if I happen to fall asleep, just wake me up in 10 minutes. And they're like, when's that? I'm like, you know, in the next scene when this is happening and this is happening. And they're like, okay. So when that scene comes, they're like, mommy, wake up. I'm like, okay. But they're just laying on the couch with me. Julian's napping. Mm -hmm. I can hear him if he wakes up. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, sometimes you need like a power nap because like I'm up at six in the morning with Julian and then I'm up all day with When is that going to stop? When is does he become where he kind of goes into the routine with the girls? You know what I mean? No, they're up at seven too every morning. Yeah, but he keeps you up at night. Like, when is that over? Oh, it really depends. Because sometimes the girls wake up through the night just to be like, Mommy, are you around? And I'm like, I'm here. Aww. And then I have to get up and make sure they're back. But they never get out of bed. And they know that my bed is off limits. <laughs> oh, um, it's just, like, exhausting. I never get a it's break. It's just so funny talking about you on one hand being this, like, super mom. On the other hand, you have drunk hiccups. <laughs> It's amazing because this is the balance of a mom. Yeah, it is. It, oh, wow. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Everyone's always like, um, you know, you should buy your mom a glass of wine because at the end of the day, you're the reason that they drink. Yeah. Amen to so that. True. 
That's so true. It's crazy. You can't drink while you while you're no, pregnant. No, I can't with them. drink while I'm pregnant. I can't drink while I'm home watching them all day. So when do I drink? My three hours at night. I have mm-hmm. a glass of wine and then I'm tired and I'm passing out because I'm tired and I had a really long day and then I'm up through the night and at six in the morning to be with Julian. <sighs> it's exhausting. I can't wait until the like at the next stage because I'm like maybe mm. it's gonna be a little different. I'll be more prepared for it. Yeah. Like little kid stuff is hard. Like I still have to wipe their butt when they pee. Like you know what I mean? Like it's a lot. I'm like yeah. every time they have to go to the bathroom, I'm like I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like so go. And they're like you have to wipe me. And I'm like, train jewels. I'm like oh my lord. Yeah. I'm like that sucks. Whatever. whatever. They're gonna be good cousins to my baby one day. So it's all they're gonna matters. be great, and they're gonna help Skylar baby grow up and learn a lot. Skylar is going to be that child. I know that you you're with her all the time. So she but like she's, she's very whiny with she, me. But I know she, I know she's, she's I like know old she is soul. With yeah, you, but she is an old soul. Yeah. But Skylar is very, um, she's not like lovey. Like to get her to like lay down and like Snuggle. hug you or kiss you or something is like twisting her arm. It's mm. crazy. And then Jaden, she's like, I'm like, hi, can I get morning love? And she like comes and hugs and buries herself and like constantly wants, she wraps my arms I around know. her. Like it's crazy. <laughs> But they're like complete opposites. But like I don't know, it's it's weird. And Julian wants that. He wants to constantly be held mm-hmm. and like cuddled and like. Kissed. I know. Do you feel like Jules? Like he was so good. Like he. But like you said flopped. this about Skylar, and you said this about Jaden. You're like Jaden would used to sleep anywhere, and she was so good. And I'm like, listen, they all change. Like they grow up. They constantly change. And if he's watching Jaden and Skylar all the time, he's gonna do that. He's more. gonna follow along. Sure. Like he's doing things that I see them do all the time, and I'm like, it's so weird. Like. Where'd you learn to do that? Like he climbs up the friggin' stairs on the <laughs> railing banisters. I'm like, you're one. How are you climbing like that? And I'm like, it's because he's watching them. Yeah. And I oh, keep telling sure. them like, don't climb up there because Julian's watching you and he's doing it. And they're like, but it's fun. And I'm like, but he's going to break something. He's but a year fun. old. Like <laughs> I can't. It's just like, it's so stressful. And I'm like the next, then I'm just keep looking towards like the next to get mm-hmm. me through the day. Mm-hmm. But then I feel bad. I'm like, I'm so stupid that. I'm like rushing this moment that I'll never get back. You hear that a lot, right? I see people write that to you. Like, enjoy, like, because you're going to miss them a little. Yeah, but like, thank God I'm so obsessed with taking pictures of them because I look back at pictures and I'm like, oh my God, I remember when they were that oh little. Oh my like, God, when I, I see Jaden Little, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Or like little Skylar with those chubby little legs. First of all, I used to think, I was like, oh my God, she's so cute. I look back, I'm like, she was severely overweight. Like, <laughs> Yes, you know, she really was. She was 25 pounds at six months. That's a one year old. She was so big, but now she's like thinning out. And I'm like, no, don't lose your chub. Like, I love it. Like, please don't lose. She's the cutest. They're the best. Just a chunk, man. They were so cute. And Julian and the thighs. I could eat all of them. They're all edible, but like, (laughs) it's just crazy how fast that happens. Well, I love talking about babies with you, but next week. Oh, it's going down. We're talking about a different kind of baby. Do you want to tell them, Trey? Sugar. Sugar Give babies. Give me the sugar. Sugar babies. Sugar babies. What an episode do we have for you? You guys are not ready. I'm already nervous for like how it's all going to go down, but it's en- exciting. Enjoy your 4th of July because you are never going to be the same after next week. Yeah. I wish we were exaggerating. I wish we were kidding. We're not kidding. We're not kidding. And like, it's not even us. Like, I wish we could be like, surprise, we're sugar babies. We don't pay for our rent. But nope, we're over here like splitting a freaking salad. Wait. (laughs) Wait for it, y'all. Wait wait, for it. You're not going to be happy with yourself after you hear the fuckery. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, I know it was a little bit more laid back. I was just chatting, but. 
you know, we really wanted to take off and not do this today. No, we needed a break and we just needed to like give you a little content, but not dive in too deep on like such a heavy topic yeah. on the holiday. And we wanted to just, you know, update you on what was going on in our lives. And, and next week it is back to your uh, regular scheduled fuckery. Your regularly scheduled shenanigans. Mm, the shit show is back. The shit show is 100% back. Um, everyone have a safe 4th of July. We love you. Don't drink and drive. Thank you to Dimly Wit. Thank you guys. Check out their podcast. They have other fucked up ones just like our show. Subscribe, rate, download, send it to a friend. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Happy 4th. See you next Tuesday, America. Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Even though we are not your best examples, uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.